Well, when Cyclone Gabrielle hit, dozens of rural Hawke's Bay communities were cut off, leaving them without power, communications and enough food and water. It was pretty scary and that has prompted community leaders to push for new local emergency hubs to see them through any future disasters. Lauren Crimp paid some of them a visit. So we're now um, going up to the high location where we're putting a community hub. I'm in the car with Richard Gaddam, winding our way up the hill overlooking Waimarama Beach on the east coast of Hawke's Bay. He's got to unlock the gate. Waimarama wasn't badly affected during Cyclone Gabrielle, but it was in the 2011 floods, and a tsunami would be devastating. About 30 metres above sea level, we reach a clearing with a brand new 40-foot container. And uh, this will be the beginning of our uh, little hub here. There's a few sheep running around, so we'll have a bit of food. (laughs) (laughs) Right now, it's sitting empty. But by the end of June, it'll be filled with food, water, blankets, barbecues, marquees, generators everything that's needed to look after the community that could be cut off for up to two weeks. For years, there were hubs like these across the region, run by local volunteers like Richard Gaddam. But they were taken away in 2014, when Civil Defence moved to the Regional Council's remit. Except by Manama. They tried to get rid of me and I said, no bloody way. After last year's disaster... And thanks to Richard Gaddam pushing local authorities, that's changing. We can't be looked after and controlled from A, Wellington, and B, from a little office in Hastings. And that was proved to be so in this last Gabriel event. By the end of the year, there'll be 31 hubs across the region, funded by MPI and the Red Cross, and designed for and by the community. When the rural Hastings settlement of Marae Kākohō was cut off by flooding during Cyclone Gabrielle, the village hall became a lifeline. Community board member Jonathan Stockley opened it up that morning. It always has been and will continue to be the expectation that when things get bad, help, support, information will be available and where will it be? It'll be in our village hall. Of course... Things did get bad. People would walk in the door, you'd make eye contact and and it would be, what the heck have we just been through? Can't believe this. How are you getting on? What's it like at your place? And and so very The hall was a place for information, communication and comfort. Jonathan Stockley's home internet and laptop was set up so people could reach family members. It wasn't much, but it did the trick in a pinch. But now, thanks to the new funding, solar panels and a battery, installed underneath the hall staging, provide a resilient power source. By the end of the year, it'll be kitted out with all the essentials to accommodate up to 50 people. We're certainly more confident that next time this happens, because there will be a next time, uh, we can cope with it better. There is a degree of comfort in that, but the comfort will come when we've actually completed all of this. Hastings Mayor Sandra Hazelhurst has been fighting these communities' corner and helped secure the funding. She has one word for people like Richard Gaddam and Jonathan Stockley. 
They're legends. They've all stood up and said, you know, we want to lead this work and make sure our community is prepared and ready. Legends whose work now could help save lives when the next disaster strikes.